practical chairs in here, but uh, the, I saved the best for last. And that's my new friend, Stan Prowse. And I was, I was bragging on him last night on Facebook as people were posing questions to me about what he does and about why his approach is unique. And uh, for those of you close to me, you know I have a family member going through divorce. And I had been wanting to do relationship segments on the show for a while. In fact, I did. I had a good friend of mine who wrote a really funny book about uh, staying good friends with your ex. And, you know, I had some other relationship people on. And then when a friend of uh, my family member uh, went started going through divorce, I thought, you know what? This is a topic that I hadn't faced in my family, didn't know anything about. And, you know, I wish that that uh, my family member had had a stand. And so I looked around for a while to find who I thought would be the right guy to do a divorce segment because I needed somebody who not just had the goods and knew what he was doing, but I, somebody who can also make me laugh because, I mean, you got to be able to laugh about some of these things and, and have the right, right, Stan? You got to have the right mindset for some of this. Absolutely. This this is the beginning of the reptile department, I think, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, in fact, one of the things that made me laugh last time that you were on the show and <clears throat> but also made me smile and made me feel good was you were telling us about well, first of all, last time we talked about uh, five things that you think are absolutely essential that people do even before they file. And I had never heard anybody even talk about that. It was so practical, so important. And if you missed that segment, you can find that information on Stan's website, which is stanprouse.com. Um, <clears throat> and those are really critical. Then people started asking me, okay, those are important steps, but now what does somebody do? How does somebody know? Because I found out from my own family that there's different things that you can do. There's legal separation versus divorce. There's something called the dissolution. You know, there's different avenues. And what I think that unique about what you do Stan is that you take a personal approach to each person and you know you help them find what path is right for them based upon what outcome they want but even before that what made me laugh last time and, and made me smile was how you you told us about how you told this gal who came in she was like looking all bedraggled and you said to her look <laughs> now see you're already laughing you know what I'm talking about you <laughs> yes. said to her next time I see you I want to see your hair done and your makeup oh. done I want to see you showing some self-love yeah, she's a great client because she took my advice. She was in the office yesterday. She looked wonderful. You Good. wouldn't know it was the same person. Right. I yep. mean, it's important to, to start, you know, reaffirming your own self-worth as you go through the process, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Self-confidence is really important in getting this done. Mm-hmm. So one of the questions that I had that was posed to me from, from uh, a friend on Facebook is legal separation versus, versus divorce. What's the difference and why one over the other? Uh, that's an easy question. They're exactly the same, except when you get to the end of a dissolution of marriage proceeding, you can marry somebody the next day. When you get to the end of a legal separation proceeding, you can't marry anybody else until you get yourself divorced. So then why do a legal separation versus divorce? What's the advantage? I have seen people do a judgment of legal separation. By the way, there's a box on the form. One box says separation. The other box says dissolution. Uh, some people have done it because you can't continue to insure your spouse on your, say, company insurance when your marriage is dissolved. Mm. She's, then a, she's then a stranger as far as the insurance is concerned. Mm -hmm. So some people, particularly people who uh, have spouses perhaps with uh, medical problems that really need insurance and would have a hard time getting it, Okay. Sometimes they'll agree that they will get a legal separation instead of a divorce so that she can continue, he, she, excuse me, uh, on the coverage okay. of the other spouse. 
So, so you're disentangled, but only to a degree where you're still able to have some legal connection to each other. Is that what that means? Yes and no. I mean, the same things happen in a legal separation proceeding as happen in a dissolution of marriage proceeding. You, okay. You figure out what's community property. You divide it. You figure out what is community debt. You divide that. You do spousal support. You do child support if there are children and custody visitation rights, of course, if there are children. So it looks, if you didn't know that somebody was pursuing a legal separation and you saw a trial, you'd think it was exactly the same thing as a trial in a dissolution of marriage proceeding. Okay. So it's mainly then just for, like, insurance, or is there other reasons why you would do a legal separation? Uh, That's the only reason that I'm truly familiar with. I suppose if you asked a sharp tax guy, he might tell you that there might be some reason to stay married for a while longer. Yeah. I don't really know. But it's strictly just a financial. I mean, that's really it. I mean, there's really just, yeah. Mostly it's it's insurance, and uh, to tell you the truth, I have never seen a client who started off wanting a judgment of legal separation get one because sooner or later in the course of the proceeding, once they realize that they're going through exactly the same process, they decide, hey, you know. Let's just go ahead and end The guy's a bum. Yeah. Let's get divorced. (laughs) Now, another scenario that was posed to me, um, uh, which which you also have this scenario on your website, is, you know, I want to file for divorce, but if I'm being threatened that my spouse is going to take the kids if I do it. The response to that is, legally speaking, to get a restraining order against the spouse who's threatening to take the kids. Okay. And you need to establish a certain threshold in the way of evidence before you can get one. I mean, you have to show that there's a reasonable possibility. Let's say it's the guy. It's the guy who's usually threatening to take the kids. And uh, he's been talking about it. Okay. You know? Yeah. Uh, let's say before the divorce hit, he insisted on getting passports for the kids. Oh. And he insisted on keeping the passports under his control. That's usually a red flag. That would be that <laughs> a red flag. That flag would be about 50 yards wide, yeah. long and uh, 15 yards high. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. Uh, if that situation obtains, you want to seek that order when you file the petition. You cannot get it until there is an action pending. So the petition has to be filed before you can get any order of that kind. Okay. Uh, If you present the proper evidentiary threshold to a judge, a judge is going to give it to you. Right. Okay. It starts getting really sticky with kids, doesn't it? Because another scenario is somebody says, you know what? I didn't grow up here. I really grew up in Texas. And, you know, if I want a divorce, why don't I just go ahead and move back to Texas and I'll just file for divorce there This is a, and take uh, my kids with me? Yeah, this is a real big concern around this part of the world because of Camp Pendleton and the why, number, why is military that? guys. Because most of these people come from states other than California. They've maintained the, the service member has mm-hmm. maintained his legal residence in, say, Alabama. Okay. And he marries his high school sweetheart, and she comes over here with him, married from mm-hmm. Alabama, and her family is back in Alabama. Right. So the marriage falls apart, and they have very small children, and she wants to go back to Alabama. Where, where her family her, is. Yeah, where her support system is. And 
where the kids will be comfortable and, and probably they'll be able to get a better education probably or something. You know, there may be financial considerations that are important. The California court will maintain jurisdiction over the child for six months after the child leaves as long as one of the parents is still here. Okay. There are some other things that go on there, but those are the main ones. Okay. Uh, so let's say she leaves. All right. And he files the divorce, and he gets an order that she return the child. It won't be an order that she come back. It'll be an order that she return the child to him. Mm-hmm. And those orders are punishable by contempt, and it's a bad way to start a divorce. All right. So your advice would be don't do that. You know, you got to. But what if somebody says, but look, Stan, I want to go back where my support system is. The divorce could take three years. Well, there's a there's a footnote here. Um, If it's usually the lady, of course, the the mother, if mom comes in and she gives me this this scenario that she wants to go back to Alabama, Mm -hmm. um, I want to ask a bunch of questions. Because I want to know if her husband is likely to file. Okay. If her husband is, this has never come up, but it comes up in my head now that I think about it. If, if her husband is on deployment, for example. Ah, <laughs> and, yeah. And it isn't coming back maybe for six months. Uh, well, maybe I'd have to think about that a little more, but maybe it's, uh, hey, Pack your bags, get in the car, and head back to Alabama and, and mm-hmm. hope that he doesn't get organized quickly enough right. to make the kids come back. Right. And sometimes there are, you know, there are dads that they're already separated. Yeah. He sees the kids once every three months for two hours. Yeah. So they really don't care that much, it appears. Right. So sometimes I've suggested to people that, hey, you know, right. under these circumstances, it's worth the risk. Take the kids, go back to Alabama, and in the worst case, you're going to have to come back. Right. But at the end of the, we've only got a couple of minutes left. The bottom line is one of the things that I've learned from you is you take a really, you, um, uh, your approach is unique to each individual. Oh, you know, you, you well, don't do a cookie cutter approach. Each, each person is different. Their scenario is different. So there's not like if you're listening and you've got one of these scenarios, or if you're not exactly sure if you fit in one of these, you know, call Stan because, you know, he's got to hear exactly what's going on with you. Yeah, every, this is a people business. Every, right. every, there are no two situations that are the same. Right, because somebody was asking me on Facebook last night, well, what is this in, under California law or whatever, as though it's a cookie cutter under the law as to, you know, what should be done with each, you know, individual. And I said, well, Stan's takes a, you know, well, it's it's about, yes, there's California law, but you, you your approach is based on the individual. Yeah, I, I don't care whether the people are, are low earners, middle earners, or high earners. There, there aren't two that are exactly alike. There are always wrinkles that are unique to each case, and you've got to pay attention to them. And again, pay attention to the people. Right, and the sooner the better. Right, they need Absolutely. to. But particularly, I keep getting back, thinking back to the five tips that that things that people should do before they even file, and those need to be done pretty early before anybody has a chance to start getting rid of financial records and running up debt and all kinds of stuff. So go to Stan's website. Before I got to run, go to Stan's website, stanprouse.com, and um, you want to give him a call. Check out those five things to do before you file and go in to see him. The sooner you get on it and, uh, and meet with Stan, the better outcome you're going to have, and also the better you're going to feel about yourself and a better outcome for your kids. Right, Stan? Thank you, Andrea.